Well, good Thursday morning, everybody. It is the 16th of December, and my title today is A Most Dangerous Time of the Year. Now, if I were in charge of a highway, and there was a washed-out bridge ahead of you, it would be my responsibility to let you know that. Not some small little sign on a paper plate nailed to a tree, but a large sign blocking everyone from driving down that road. That just makes sense, doesn't it? Well, listen, we are nine days away from the Christmas holiday, and I want to warn you, there is danger ahead. From my own experience and those of others I know, I know this for a fact, and it is possibly one of the worst things you can do to ignore the warning signs and proceed full speed ahead as you've done in the past. Now here is why I say that. There will be so many triggers coming at you that will cause you to want to feed your sexual brokenness. So here are a few just to remind you of what might have happened in the past and is most likely waiting again, ready to ambush in all sorts of ways. Some of them are easy to figure out ahead of time. First of all, one stressor is the financial picture. Stress over finances to the desire to give gifts that are more expensive than you can afford runs up a balance on our credit cards. Sure, it'd be wonderful to see the kids excited and wowed by opening their gifts, but we both know the credit monster awaits in January. And if we're not able to pay off the balance, there can be large interest rates. I mean, not a problem if you have a card with 0% interest plan on the card and you get it paid off before the 0% goes away. However, the bill must be paid. And, oh, by the way, if your wife finds out the balance, well, that alone can send you to Pornville. So there's the financial picture. And then there's the family picture. You may have relatives coming to visit that you don't like, and they don't like you. There's a tension in the air once they arrive over issues that should have been dealt with but haven't. My brother married a woman that our parents were dead set against it, and they told him so. But he married her anyway. And she could be loud and boisterous and felt the freedom to ask you almost anything that you would feel embarrassed to answer. Uh, on the other hand, she was a lot of fun, very good at card games. But boy, could she make you uncomfortable if she wanted to. This tension was doubled if my other brother showed up with his wife. She is completely well-polished in her behavior, very enjoyable to talk with. She came from wealth, whereas her sister-in-law did not. And they normally tried to stay in separate parts of the house to keep the likely explosion to not happen too soon. But there was no joy to the world 
with both in the house. It was gasoline and fire with a pretty good chance they would meet and combust. Now, it can be not only that, but perhaps you have issues with your parents or siblings, and it is just plain annoying to have them with you. They really want to see their grandkids and vice versa, but old wounds that have been festering are still painful, especially when the scab is picked. And that happens this time of year. So the financial picture, the family picture, now let's look at the facade picture. As time passes and tensions rise, people turn to alcohol to help them feel better. Seems to me, when asked how he got through the disaster of Christmas in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, his answer was with his friend, Jim Beam. Jim Beam is a fine Kentucky bourbon. However, as people are getting under the influence of alcohol, they're more likely to say what should not be said and to do what should not be done were they sober. Now normally, I would suggest no alcohol because it does cause us to remove the facade we've been wearing and more easily blurt out things that can be harmful and only cause conflict. And if your relatives are spending several nights with you, that temptation to drink will also grow. And then there's one other factor I'll mention, and that's the end of the year factor. It is a time to celebrate the passing of the old year and welcoming of the new year. That can also be a strong time of temptation. Office parties are extremely dangerous, mainly because of the alcohol there and anybody in the company that you might find especially attractive. Something would nudge us to say things we would not say. Uh, but because we're out of the work environment, it's less likely to lead to an HR problem. I found it essential for me to take my wife with me. Because with my wife next to me, those little temptations had no time to develop. Because she always knew if I was thinking or fantasizing about another woman. It was like radar that lights up even at a twinge of sexual thoughts. And so, with her by my side, I learned how to stay focused on the right things. There are other reasons why the end of the year is a time of temptation. But how about this thought? How about finishing this year strong? The best way to start next year well is to end this year with no regrets, with a clean slate. Thanking God for the progress you have made in your recovery and continuing to make progress in your sobriety. It is time to worship the Lord who was born to save us from our sins. So be filled with thanksgiving and show sincere love to all of your family. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would be a shield around all of us this Christmas season, 
that you would lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil, and that we would be walking in the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friends. I'll talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.